Hello, and welcome to the CAPS Playbook, the tactical practical podcast for practitioners around the CAPS network. Today, we have Angie Harrell with us, and Angie is the program director for Pre-Professional Health Sciences Academy at Spark. Um, and I'm excited because I recently got to visit Angie in her space um, out at Spark in the St. Louis metro area. And um, she had a really interesting um, artifact up on the wall in her room. And I have invited her to tell us about creating a mission statement for her class. So Angie, welcome and thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I so appreciate tell us, it. Yeah, tell us about the um, mission statement. So the mission, the mission statement came about um, from my time in uh, the career and technical education setting at South Technical High School in Sunset Hills. Um, I had a principal at the time that really encouraged each um, program to have their their class write the mission statement. Um, and I've carried it with me since then because I've, it, it's a very valuable um, community building um, exercise for, for the class. So um, what we do is uh, we first start off by examining uh, the purpose of a mission statement. Um, so uh, with our business partners, specifically within the Pre-Professional Health Sciences Academy, um, we work with Barnes Jewish West County Hospital and St. Luke's Hospital here in St. Louis. Um, and so each strand uh, looks at their respective hospitals mission statement. Um, and we talk about, you know, what does it mean? What's the purpose of it? Um, and that we're going to write our own. And so it's a student uh, run activity. Um, all I do is set uh, set a few things up. So I start with some sticky paper, the big post-it note paper. Um, I have three of them set up around the room and there's three questions. Uh, the first one is, uh, why are we here? Um, so why are we here in this program? Um, get the students kind of generating uh, that thought. Uh, the second thing is, what do we have to do well together? So they start thinking about um, qualities of uh, you know, what do we have to do well in this program together as a team? And then they wrap it up by um, jotting down what, uh, how are we going to do this together? Okay, so, um, oh, how will we make this happen is my exact question, I'm sorry. Um, so those three questions are up and around the room. Uh, the students have uh, some post-it notes at their table and they can either write out full sentences, they can put bullet points. It's really what they're comfortable with. When they're done with that, they go up to each of those um, posters, put their answers, and then I just split the class up into three groups. And I just tell them, whatever question really uh, you would like to answer, I want you to go to that piece of paper. So they typically kind of divvy up equally most of the time where I you know, have to kind of say, hey, could a few more go to this one? Um, and what I instruct the students to do from there is start grouping the post-its, um, you know, look for similarities. And, and traditionally, there will be, you know, why are we here? We're, uh, for this strand, we're here to learn about the medical field or healthcare. Um, start grouping those similar um, topics or ideas. Um, and then, you know, so on your, your post-it sheet, you should have some groups of post-it uh, miniature post-its. Um, and then I want you to 
uh, within your group, synthesize a statement that encompasses all of the ideas of your classmates. Um, what's kind of a, um, you know, a few sentences that could answer that question that your your other classmates have, have put their, their thoughts into. Um, and so they do that for each question. Um, and then we come back together as a team and see what everybody came up with. And then um, we kind of uh, change things around, usually some wording, some grammar, just to make it sound uh, so that it flows and it really represents the class. And, and I always tell the students, um, I stay back. I want you to create this. So, you know, it's not going to be, Miss, you know, uh, Angie Harrell's statement. It's going to be um, your class. And then they they come up with some some beautiful ideas. Um, and then traditionally or in years past, um, I've gone and gotten the statement printed after we've typed it up. Uh, but this year I decided let's let's change that. Um, let's have the students create it. And so they really, they loved that idea. And I think they bought into it more and it really became more of uh, even more their mission statement because that's ours. Um, and they see it hanging up uh, while they're in class. And so uh, it's valuable because when we get to those points in the year where it's tough, um, you know, second semester for my course is early mornings at the hospital. Uh, so, so the, you know, students getting out of that habit of, oh, I'm just going to school. It's now I'm going to the hospital and I'm tired and, and it's really cold outside. Um, and I tell them, so on those tough mornings, think about that mission statement, um, reflect on it. Why are you here? Why are you doing this? Um, why are you getting outside the normal school day, uh, you know, to do what we're doing? Um, and so it it just ties it all together very nicely. Um, and it's just a very, very valuable beginning of the year, even end of the year, but so much more so in the beginning of the year, um, community building. Uh, and it's a great way to get students um, talking to each other and sharing ideas. And, and that's what we want to do. That's awesome. And I, I think I, if it's okay with you, I took pictures of your classes mission statement. So I want to share that here in just a minute, but you already kind of touched on this idea of, um, creating a mission statement really gives the students something to rally around and remind themselves of. Um, mm -hmm. and your example was when mornings at the hospital are hard, which, yep, <laughs> I imagine they are. But I think for people who may be new to instructing in this model, a lot of the questions I hear are things like, well, how do we know if the students are doing what they're supposed to? Or, you know, if this is supposed to be kind of a competency-based model, which for a lot of us it is, um, you know, how, how do I tell my students, like, how do I grade them? How do I hold up some sort of standard for them? And I think this is a really cool way to do that, right? So yes. if... Um, and I want to get your take on that because I, like my thought is, okay, if a student isn't holding up to their mission statement, this is a pretty obvious way to say like, Hey, remember what you agreed to, right? Absolutely. Um, and that's, that's one of the other uses of the mission statement is when we run into those tough times where maybe somebody, uh, is having a hard time holding up their end of the bargain, 
Um, it's a great conversation starter in terms of, look, this is the mission that, that you helped create. Um, and I just want to bring you back to that. And remember, this is what you said in August when we were all excited and everything was brand new. And, and now, um, you know, we're not as excited or it is really early. Um, and I just, I want you to think about that. Um, and then let's move forward or, or let's have that conversation depending on what the, the issue is. Um, and it has worked for students when, when I've had to, to have those, those talks. So. Awesome. That's, I mean, that's a huge endorsement, right? That it works for the good times and it works for the tough times. Yes. That's pretty fantastic. So, okay. I did want to share, um, and hopefully I, I think I've got it in the right order. Um, and it's, I, I believe it starts with, we are here to work empathetically as a unit for mm-hmm. our common goal of learning, gaining experience in the medical field and finding our passion. Then it continues with, we will focus on communicating and supporting each other while staying accountable and responsible. We will continue our growth in the healthcare field by being grounded in goal setting and achievement. Yes. Whoa. I know. I was blown away. This is, this is them. This is uh, a particular class that, you know, they, I can't take credit for that. You know, like I said, all I did was set up the post-its and write the questions and facilitate. Um, the students came up with that collectively. And I was like, wow, this is, this has to be one of the best mission statements I've ever seen. It's and pretty it incredible. Yeah, it, it encapsulates all of those qualities that we need and, and that are desired in healthcare. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, people who know me really well will know that I like I tear up at stuff like this because it is so powerful, and I'm over here tearing up reading oh. it. Um, because it, I mean, the the if you have never done a mission statement with young people before, or if you've never done a mission statement for, for yourself, it can feel like this kind of hokey, maybe cheesy mm-hmm. thing to do. Yes. But when you actually drill down to it, because you really, it's not just surface level thinking, it's a Mm -hmm. lot of metacognition. It's a lot of drilling down to the essential motivation of who you are and what you want out of your experience. Mm -hmm. It's really powerful stuff. Yes, absolutely. And, and at this point, when we do the mission statement, uh, we've done some brief introductions, but I don't know them very well. They don't know me very well. Um, we haven't talked about qualities of a healthcare worker, expectations. It's here's our class, um, and and you guys essentially are going to set those expectations um, and those words to live by. Um, so it does seem hokey at first, like you know you get the look of, "Oh great, what's this?" Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know what I have found and what I have altered. Um, with that original lesson plan that that my principal gave me years ago is examining a mission statement so that it doesn't seem like it's just out of the blue um, and tying it to, um, for other CAPS instructors, tying it to one of your partners, um, you know, places that you visit. Uh, let's examine their mission statement. Um, and we see that it's nice, short, and concise, but it answers all of the questions that that we're examining too. Um, and 
you know, kind of just driving home the purpose of it. I think his his health kind of take a little bit of the hokiness out of it. Um, and then explaining what we're going to use it for. Yeah, I love that. I love your comment of tying it to a business partner, tying it to mm-hmm. something that is in that professional space, because mm-hmm. all companies have a mission statement. Correct. They all do. So right. this is this is so powerful. So great. Thank you for sharing this. Oh, you're welcome. I appreciate it. This, this gets back to my heart of like, long time ago, leadership development and youth. And uh, yeah, the second I saw this on your wall, I was like, this, we have to talk about this. So I'm so excited. (laughs) So to wrap things up, we're going to have you, um, I've asked you to answer a few rapid fire questions like we have with our other guests. And I think it's just been a fun way to get to know some people around the network. So if you're ready, here we go. Okay. Okay. (laughs) What is your favorite thing about teaching pre-professional health sciences? Wow. Well, there's a lot. Um, but I would say one of my absolute favorite um, is watching the students um, from the very beginning, uh, creating that mission statement, getting to know them, teaching them uh, fundamental skills that they'll see in the hospital, um, teaching and, and learning about the medical terminology And then when we get to that second semester and we're at the hospital and they're shadowing and they're uh, in their areas, uh, after they've spent their time with their mentors and they come back and they are just excited and invigorated because it all clicked. And they saw what I learned, what I experienced first semester made sense because I'm seeing it in practice and I'm, I'm seeing the value and I understood and I could communicate with the medical professionals. It's, it's kind of that, um, the light bulb going on. Um, and it's just like, yes, this is, this is what we're doing and this is what I want to see. Um, so it's, it's almost like an assessment for myself that did I do a good job, um, of explaining everything, um, preparing uh, them. And when those connections are made, it's like, yes, they get it. They got it. Awesome. Okay. So what's the coolest project or activity you've seen happen in your class? Um, so the coolest and probably my favorite, uh, is our med talks, uh, which is a play on Ted talks, uh, at the end of the year, uh, it's the wrap up capstone senior synthesis, project um, for these particular students um, in which they're asked to um, find a issue, a um, technique, a piece of equipment, something that they saw when they were shadowing in their hospital um, that they liked, uh, that intrigued them. Uh, And then they prepare, they research. um, Sometimes they are connected with Uh, people within the hospital. They may have shadowed them, they may have not, uh, and can ask further questions about that technique or the procedure. Um, And then they present uh, roughly five to eight minutes uh, to not only our class or their parents, but to um, the hospital officials. We invite them, um, administrators from the school districts, Um, And they're essentially the expert 
on that topic that they chose. And students, uh, they, they'll choose things such as like the Da Vinci machine um, that's used in surgery. Um, and they'll explain how that works and how it benefits healthcare. Um, but I've also seen students choose issues like um, medical supply shortages. Um, how could a hospital um, handle that better? Or um, what do we need to do to make sure that we don't have supply shortages? So they're addressing issues as well as, um, you know, topics and concepts and pieces of um, medical equipment. Um, but it's very exciting to see them up there uh, talking like medical professionals. And, and every year, uh, of course, the past two years, we haven't been able to do it um, in, in the way that we were used to. Uh, but this year, I believe, is going to go off. Um, we're going back to the regular way. Um, and uh, every in those years, the, the hospital personnel, uh, the parents, they, their comments are, I cannot believe that, that my student or my child or that student that I mentored, they, they sounded like a healthcare professional. Uh, and it's, it's like, yep, that's, they've prepared all year. They've seen it. And now they're wrapping it up and, and it's just great to see. Yeah, that's power and impact. And um, I love that your students are tapping into that entrepreneurial mindset too. It's not just mm -hmm. the medical commitment, it's, it's the larger issues at hand. It's right. really cool. Yes. Um, so can you name for us one person or a resource that you have learned from? I would say my biggest resource um, are my business partners. Um, both of my liaisons at the hospitals um, are phenomenal. Jackie Bernstein from Barnes Jewish um, and Kate Myers from St. Luke's, uh, they really, they're my insiders uh, that help set the schedules, that um, they reach out and make the contact to the different areas. Um, uh, we work together in explaining what we want the students to be able to do and see, um, but they're really uh, my, my go-to and my connectors, as well as the departments that that sign on to be mentors, um, that say, yes, I'll take on a student, um, you know, to do that, especially over the past two years when it's been really tough in healthcare, um, both of our partners were, you know, they stood by us and, um, provided what they could, um, which is good, um, and says a lot about, um, their commitment to the program, uh, and the students, um, but they've honestly been my biggest resource. Cool. I love that. That's such an awesome connection and relationship. Um, mm -hmm. So what is the next thing you want to learn? Um, the next thing that I would love to learn is, you know, how do we get more programs like this into hospitals? Um, you know, there is such a shortage of healthcare workers. And I feel like um, this could be a pipeline. Um, and, and that's what we hope. And that's kind of how we guide our students, um, you know, showing them anything from entry level to mid-level to here's where you can go after some post-secondary training. Um, but, you know, I think this is a very valuable resource to, to any and all hospitals. Um, when you have your staff showing and um, basically displaying, here's what I do. Um, that shows pride and ownership in their position. Um, typically, you want to be the best when somebody's watching you. Um, and so 
I just think it it could improve it many different areas within healthcare. Um, and so I'd love to see and learn how we can make this happen in, in more hospitals. Awesome. So you just wrote my next marketing video. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate Wonderful. that. Cause you're right. Like that's the perfect testimony to how impactful the CAPS model and this type, the style of learning can be for yes. our, our ecosystems and right. Yes. And for our e economy. So awesome. So the final question is what is your favorite thing about teaching in the CAPS model? Um, my favorite thing teaching in the CAPS model has to be um, all the hands-on skills that we do. Um, I love when um, I get to break out gowns and gloves and all the PPE and teach my students about sterile field and um, vital signs, um, you know, watching them uh, look at the stethoscope and they can't figure out how to put it in their ears and why can't I hear out of um, the diaphragm because it's turned, um, you know, bumbling around with the blood pressure cuff. Not that I want to see them struggle. That's not it. Um, but just seeing the newness um, and just it, it's just that different learning environment. Um, the excitement when they see the table and supplies set out, it's like, yes, this I, I, I want to be here. Um, and I want to learn, please teach me how to use all of this equipment, no matter what it is. They're just excited. Um, and that, you know, experiential learning at its best, um, hands-on skills, and then taking them to the hospital. Um, I tell everyone, this is, this is a dream job, um, because you're helping students, you're guiding them, um, and you're, you know, experiencing and teaching them and influencing um, you know, careers and pathways, and it just doesn't get any better. Awesome. What an awesome way to end that. That's so great. <laughs> Angie, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I really appreciate it. And I hope that all of our listeners out there are hearing how um, these, these activities, right? The activity of putting together a mission statement or of learning a basic skill can be connected to so many of our core values and so many of the things that really motivate our students, right? Their, right. their entrepreneurial mindset, their self-discovery, um, learning about professionals and profession-based yes. experiences. So thank you. I appreciate it. Um, and have a wonderful week out there for all of you listening. I hope you picked up something new and have something to take back to your practice until next time. Bye. Bye-bye.